0: Hi and welcome. This is Latrice Bartley, co-founder of Beauty and Purpose, where we help you discover your beauty inside and out, embrace your uniqueness and walk in the fullness of who Christ created you to be. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. This is trees with Beauty and Purpose, and I am so excited to be with you this morning. I'm so excited to share um, this word. I pray that you are having a wonderful, wonderful day. It is truly the day that the Lord has made, and I don't know about you, but I am rejoicing in it. I am giving him praise in it. I am blessing his name in it. I am standing flat-footed on the devil's neck, and I just, y'all, I literally have my hands raised in the air smiling big because I want you to feel through the earth through the uh, through the airwaves the joy of the lord is our strength it he is our everything he's our hope he's our peace he's a mind regulator he's a heart fixer he's an enabler he's a healer he's our director he's a guider he's a lamp unto our feet through his spirit who illuminates our path y'all i am excited about the word of god this morning and i just want to jump right in i was y'all know how it is when i run i tell you all the time when I run I feel like when I work out that's kind of like one of my areas you know how you have those times that you that the Lord downloads and I have a couple of times but one of the times that the Lord always downloads is during my workout and so I was working out, um, just running, listening to, um, a podcast, but the Lord just began to speak to me y'all and I had to get off and just get away. And I want to share this with you. And oh my goodness, when I tell y'all, I'm so, I'm trying to calm myself down because I'm a little emotional. I feel like I'm gonna be crying through this podcast. I know I'm, I'm a cry baby. But I am so passionate about this message um, because I want to encourage all of you that are listening and maybe people that will listen in the future. I know I've said a lot of things. I've listened to a lot of things. I mean, I've, I've um, just encouraged you through a lot of things, but I pray that this particular message you will grasp with all your heart and I titled it I was praying about the title I had so many titles in my mind and I titled it living today like it's my last and I want to just jump right in but I was running and I just began to think about life right and how so often Um myself included and and I will kind of let me backtrack. I I got up this morning I was listening to a particular message Um by jensen franklin just bless my life and it was talking about really basically if I had to summarize it It was the power of if I could say encouragement over this being disencouraged discouraged lord Discouraged um, so the power of encouragement over discouragement that would be my summary But here's the thing I had to almost cut off that message and I went into my prayer closet, y'all, and went into a praise fit. Do you hear me? Because I saw again um, the power of, how we take this word y'all notice this coming. motivational monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday sunday i say that so often the power of getting the word of god in us y'all i can't say it enough it is our life this word the sword of the spirit the word of god it is our life oh my god and the power of when we hide this word in our heart what it will do for us but the reason that the enemy all he has y'all is the power of deception he knows his days are numbered and so he is on this earth he is trying to terrorize our family our children our marriages but we don't have to stand for it y'all because there is power in the word of God and we have to know this word so that we can begin to do warfare and I begin to see spiritually how he's numbered y'all the day the bible is being fulfilled and so he's getting nervous he know that it's almost time for him to be on lockdown his days are numbered. And so he trying to number our days, but we don't have to stay locked in. And I began to see the power that is in the word of God. And so what I mean by that is he's trying to deceive us. He's trying to discourage us. He's trying to have us look at the matters that are hand, look at flesh, look at our family members, look at our husband, look at our job, look at the situations of life as if they have more power over the God that we are serving. But I'm here to tell you this morning, it does not, it does not hold any power over the great name of Jesus, this word of God. And so y'all, I want to encourage you to begin to live today. Like it's my last. Now, what does that mean? Think right now for me, as you're listening to me, I don't know when you listen to me, if you listening to me in the morning or maybe at night, but if you're listening to me and it's the morning, imagine that today is your last day. How would you live today? How would you pray today? How would you think today? How would you enter your job? Would you go to work? What would you do if you knew that today was your last day on earth? How? First of all, do you have to pray and repent because... Because you don't know if you're going to make it in. Let's start right there. Because if that's the case, then that that tells you where where your relationship is with God. If today was your last day, y'all, are you nervous? Are you scared or are you ready? That's the first question to ask. But then if today was your last day, maybe right now cancer is in your body. Maybe right now there's some situations going on. How would you live today? Y'all, I would want to go out with a praise in my mind because here's the thing I've given my life to the Lord I know that I am living but if I know it's gonna be my last day seeing my husband and my children and I know it's my last day on this earth y'all there's some things that I want to do in today and I can tell you one of them is not worry one of them is not fret one of them is not shedding tears but y'all there's a way there's some things that I might want to put in place and some more kisses I want to give and some more Thanksgiving and so I want to position your mind like that and you might say all the trees is a game no 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 no. it's not a game because this is how we have to live each day y'all but see he don't want us to, the enemy don't want us to go about our day like that he want us to worry he want us to you know be condemned on yesterday the things that we can't change that the mistakes that we made and and be condemned by that he wants he's an accuser of the brethren y'all and then he want us to worry about well, but what about tomorrow 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 and then this is due. Y'all, I'm talking about today because tomorrow is not promised to you. So I'm not even addressing tomorrow. I want to address today. Now, James 4 and 14 in the King James Version, it says, Whereas you know not what shall be on the morrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanish away. The New Living Translation says, How do you know what your life will be like tomorrow? tomorrow your life is like the morning fog it is it's here a little while then it's gone y'all that summarizes it right then like I can just hit in y'all we not promised tomorrow it says how do you know what your life will be like tomorrow your life is like the morning fall think about that those mornings you get up and it's foggy and you trying to see your way through and then before you know it you get to one point and it's clear as a day that's how our life is our life is not promised tomorrow y'all so we got to live today like there is no tomorrow you not guaranteed tomorrow there is nothing in the word that says or in your life that says Latrice is guaranteed tomorrow so if you make it to tomorrow that's one more day that you got to live for him that's one more praise that should be in your mouth that's one more thank you Jesus like I don't have time to complain and murmur and worry and I'm talking to myself y'all this thing got revealed to me this morning because when we begin to recognize each day. Oh, wait a minute. So he gave me one more. Okay. I got to live today. Like it's the last day. Oh, tomorrow I got one more. Okay. So then today could be when you begin to walk in each day, thinking it's your last day, y'all, there's a way that you're going to deal with life. There's a way that you're going to deal with your challenges. There's a way that you're going to praise him. There's a way that you're going to deal with your enemies. There's a way that you're going to approach your children. I believe there's a way that you'll even, you'll learn some prayer. Because if I know that I'm about to leave Langston Miles and Olivia today, y'all, there's some things that I need to pray over them. There's some things I need to speak into them. We'll begin to do it now, y'all. And so then I want to go down to listen, Matthew. Um, I want to go to Matthew 6 and 34, because this is so important to me. We have to understand that even in planning our life, y'all, we so worried about the future or either we so condemned about yesterday. I I got pregnant out of wedlock. I was drinking. I did. And don't get me wrong. These things are not honorable to God. But y'all, he said that when we give our life to him, you got to know that there's nothing that you could do. I talked about, a couple of motivational Mondays ago that God said there's nothing that would separate you from my love from his love y'all he said I went to the cross I paid the ultimate price but you have to know that the enemy is the accuser of the breath. the enemy is the one that wants you to be condemned you got to lay aside that weight of you know of bitterness and of oh my god I did this and that condemnation and recognize that's not God you made some, some bad decisions you made some choices that you yes, you might have to reap some seeds, but you begin to repent and say, God, forgive me. And then you move on until today. You begin to thank him for the grace of God. Thank him that he's going to help you to raise that child. Thank him that he's giving you provision to provide for that child. Thank him that he's letting you see another day. Y'all, there's so much even in our mistakes, but we, we either living in the past or we worried about the future. And God said, take today. Tomorrow is not promised to you. And then we have to know that in planning our life, we don't have a life without him. For you to plan without God is waste, y'all, because he's the one that gave you life. So how are you planning your life without the one that gave you life? You don't have no life. So you need to get your day right. Like I said, the first question is, are you worried? If today is your last day, do you know where you're going? And are you happy about where you're going? If that's a no, then you need to get your day right by giving your life to the Lord. We have to remember that he is the one that has given us this day and we've got to give it to him by number one, giving him our life, Matthew six and 34 and the King James Version says, take therefore no thought for, th- for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Now the New Living Translation says, so don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. Y'all, I'm telling you why to live remember my title today like it's my last because guess what tomorrow gonna have its own trouble that that you trying to worry about tomorrow the Lord said it's gonna have his own problems tomorrow got his own worries tomorrow got his own things. so why are you worrying about tomorrow he said take care of the day that there's some things that you can begin to look at today because tomorrow again y'all it's not promised we have to remember but this is what we should be thinking about Matthew 6 and 33 it says but first and most important. Importantly, okay, I'm reading to amplify. Let me say that again. But first and most importantly, seek aim at, strive after his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right. In other words, seek ye first the kingdom of God. Y'all, that's what it says. It says, and then all these things will be given unto you. That's where your priority is to be for today. So you say, Latrice, how do I live today? Like it's my last? Seek after him. Seek ye after the kingdom of God. Seek after his righteousness, his way of doing things in today, his attitude, his character. For today, God, I got to go into my job, but I need you to show me how to go, how to represent you today, how to praise you today, how to look into this day because tomorrow's not promised. Tomorrow's not promised. So today I'm going to live it as unto you. I'm going to work as unto you. I'm going to smile as unto you. I'm going to share you with somebody because I don't want my last day that I never mentioned Jesus. Y'all, if we live today, oh my God, like there's no tomorrow. How would you live it differently? And then I want to go on down because here's the thing. You have to live today. Remembering that he's your source, y'all. Most times we are so worried about tomorrow that we forget. Oh my God, this even blew my mind. The Lord took me to this. In Matthew 6 and 11, when you go to New Living Translation, it says, Give us today the food we need. Now, in the King James Version, we know it as, Give us this day our daily bread, where it talks about how we should pray. But let me go back to the New Living Translation. It says, Give us today the food we need see we already worrying about the provision of tomorrow you know where I'm sleep tomorrow the car for tomorrow what I'm gonna eat for tomorrow I need we always want everything else taken care of and y'all let me tell you something I'm telling myself I'm preaching right like I'm telling y'all I'm preaching to my own self because God began to reveal to me oh my God how important it is I talked to y'all the other, I think it was the other week about not complaining and murmur y'all we worry and all it's doing is adding lines to our forehead is giving us heart disease it's work y'all tomorrow gonna bring a whole nother set and you worried about you trying to take care of october and november but god said I need you to know it said give us today the food we need he said did you wake up he said are you walking were you able to get in the car did you go and put some breakfast in the microwave did you pull out a pot and put something in there then I've given you I've already filled fulfilled what today's provision is are you going to a job you get y'all when we look at it that way he we ain't lacking for anything the provision is name it says give us today what we need and the food is not is what we eat, but it's spiritual food. Y'all the fact that we got a mind thinking, right? He's providing for us, but we have to see the provision daily. And so we have to look to him for our spiritual and natural provision for that day. Now I had to read this because I think it's so good. If you go further up in Matthew 6 and 25 through 30, Matthew chapter 6, 25 through 30 in the New Living Translation it says, starting with verse 25 that is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Y'all He said... I'm telling you not to worry about every day. Listen, I'm not in here trying to convince you of what Latrice think is right or telling y'all, Oh y'all, you don't have to worry. Cause let me tell you how I feel. No, this is not what I feel about it. This is not Latrice's thoughts on the matter. This is not my opinion on the matter. The word of God says, that is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life. Whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear isn't life more than food and your body more than the clothing he letting us know let me keep reading in verse 26 look at the birds they don't plant or harvest or store food in barns for your heavenly father feeds them and aren't you far more valuable to him than they are can all your worries add a single moment to your life oh my god y'all This is why we need to live today. Like it's. he said, isn't your life made up uh, more out of your food and your mortgage and your problems and your issues? He said the birds, the birds that are flying around, they don't even save. They don't even harvest. They don't even store up anything, but they eat every day. So are you not more valuable than they are? Will I not feed you today? Will I not provide for you today? Will I not? heal you today will I not cover you at your job today will I not protect you today y'all when you understand who our God is this is why I'm telling you live today like it's your last he said how can you worry about tomorrow add a single life it ain't gonna add nothing to your day it ain't gonna a single moment to your life and you're not even promised tomorrow so you fixing to ruin the last day on earth worrying about tomorrow that you won't even be here to see i'm just saying i ain't trying to put y'all in the grave but i'm trying to put it in perspective and then verse 29 says yet Solomon, in all his glory solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are and if god cares so wonderfully for wildfire wildflowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? Y'all, oh my God, it says the flowers, y'all, they here today and tomorrow. Think about it. Think about when you walk, you make a mistake and roll your wheel over your, some flowers, or you walk across the, the, somebody's grass or across your job, and you done stepped on a fire. He said them pretty flowers, they was here today, and they gone tomorrow. He said, but I will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? I'm trying to encourage you all why to live today like it's your last. Because when you recognize, let me tell you something, and I'm I'm trying to keep myself calm, y'all, but this thing is real to me. I, we allow sickness until for most of us, until something major happened in our life. We're, we're plagued with sickness. We lose a child or sudden death of a spouse, or maybe we lost a mother all of a sudden or sudden things. Those things for a lot of times puts life in perspective for us. And I can say that too, from Olivia, I was saved before Olivia. So it wasn't like I gave my life to the Lord after the situation, Olivia. But one thing I can attest to when you come face to face with death. I remember the days that my faith, you know, took different levels. And I remember the prayers that I prayed to God, Lord, just don't, don't let me hemorrhage out and die. I remember very, Oh my God, y'all. I remember the morning of Olivia's birth. And I remember kept trying to go over and get the life insurance packet. I kept trying to go get it. And it's like the Holy ghost wouldn't let me go over there. And I was, I knew everything was going to work, but I remember going to sitting in her rock chair in her room and y'all i'll be honest i just cried it out for a few minutes and i begin to tell god lord if you just let me see another day I will give you glory and honor. And I remember telling him, I will give this girl back to you. But I'm asking that as I I, I thank you for the team you gave me. But I need you to know before I go in this operating room, I can't take my husband with me. I can't take my mama with me. I can't take my daddy with me. Y'all, all all I had was me and Jesus. But I sat in that rocking chair at five in the morning crying in her room and I said, God, but if you just let me make it through, I promise you I'm going to live for you. I promise you like I told you this girl will be given to you and y'all i can't even begin to tell you so many testimonies that happened through that surgery six and a half hours of surgery three surgeries in one but god was faithful and until you have a moment and i remember kept trying to go get the life insurance because i was gonna leave it on the counter to just tell john case you need to because i kind of handle that stuff but it's like the holy ghost said no ma'am you ain't gonna do that because you're gonna be here and so I said all that to say I made it through but y'all it's something about when you come close to death you don't care no more let me tell you something I don't care I don't care if I agitate y'all every day with my videos with my podcast I don't care I told God that he has an eternal yes from me that for him I will live and for him I will die I will proclaim the works of the Lord I will stand flat-footed and let the world know that Jesus is real and so for some of us all all that did was ignite my relationship, but for some of us, it take these death situations. But I'm telling you today, it shouldn't take that for you to live today like there's no tomorrow. The simple fact that he woke you up this morning, the simple fact that you are standing and breathing and you are moving, y'all. He is do your praise. He is do your Thanksgiving. He is do your honor. Okay, you was smoking weed. You was an alcoholic. You was a crack at it, but are you now? So he delivered you by the power of his grace and his mercy. Somebody was praying for you. So you should be living today. Like there's no tomorrow. You are healed. You got cancer in you, but you're not dead yet. You're not dead period. So guess what? You should be living today. Like there's no tomorrow. Y'all, we have so many reasons to thank him, but we so worried about tomorrow or we condemned on yesterday. But I want to encourage you to to live today like there's no tomorrow. We we worry, but we can't change today. We can't change tomorrow. But if what if we begin to praise and set our minds on those things that are above? What if we begin to live today and to get up and say, oh my God, this is my last day. I don't know what tomorrow is, so let me give you some praise. Let me begin to thank you. Let me go hug my kids. Let me put a special prayer for them. Let me look at this man that you You've blessed me with that. He was annoying last night, but I'm going to choose to embrace him today. Y'all do you know how many couples have walked away ugly, fighting, saying ugly words for that spouse to to be gone three hours later and they're living a life of heartache. Live today like there's tomorrow. It ain't worth it. Go in there and get it straight. You need to begin to tell God thank you. Some people wish they had a husband to fight with. He gave you one. In the fight and and go tell them, thank you. Y'all, we got to begin to stop taking God for granted, but we got to begin to set our minds on those things that's above. Philippians 4 and 8 says, and now dear brothers and sisters, one final thing, fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about the things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Y'all, it said, what is true? Let me tell you what's true today. What's true today is that my eyes open. What's true today is that my legs are moving. What's true today is that my heart is beating. What's true today is I have a right mind. What's true today is that I got three kids that I'm not in a hospital with. I have a husband that I love. What's true today is that I'm in a house and not sitting on grass. What's true today is I cu- I cranked up my car and it was working. What's true today is when I opened up my mouth I can speak. What's true today is I got money to pay most of my bills. What's true today is that I healed and I'm not sick. Y'all, when you begin to think about what's true today, not what you want today, not what you hope for today, but what's true to today, then you got a reason to praise him. I went in and I had several choices for breakfast, several for lunch and several for dinner. I got a reason to praise him, y'all. My little miracle baby is in there talking to me. I got a reason to praise him, y'all. Y'all, he said, think on what is true for today. No, worrying about tomorrow he said y'all that's what we are to set our minds it said and what's pure and lovely and admirable Y'all, I just want to encourage you. And when you read it in the Amplified, it says, think continually on these things. Center your mind on them and implant them in your heart. Y'all, that's what the Amplified said. So what if we begin to praise like there was no tomorrow? Smile like it's our last day. Speak to people like it's our last day. Move like it's our last day well, I I was supposed to start a business. Let me go ahead and write the plan. Go ahead and get the business name and pass it on to who? Y'all, what if we begin to get boldness and go ahead and call the person and forgive them? Y'all, we got to live. I want to encourage you to live today. Like, oh my God, like there's no tomorrow, y'all. Because I believe that we would begin to operate differently. We would not worry about what we, how we messed up. We would not worry about, because we already know tomorrow and promised us, so there would be a different way that we would entreat our boss, entreat our difficulties, entreat our entreat our um problems, and so maybe you look listening to me. And you saying, okay, well, yellow yeah, trees that sounds great, but let me give you this. How about I do have cancer? How about I I did, my husband gave me divorce papers, and so I woke up today, but I'm looking at these divorce papers, and let me tell you this, my husband walked out on me. I want to let you know that my child isn't home today. I don't know where they are. Let me tell you this. So maybe you say, I'm going to give you, I got 22 bills sitting in front of me, and I got money for 10. So yeah, I hear what you're saying, but let me tell you what my today for real, really holds. I got a response for that. Let me give you my response. Here's the thing. Maybe you said, as I said, all of that, you in the hospital, you are husbandless, wifeless. Your marriage is on the rocks. Monies are still needed. But let me tell you this. He still deserves your praise. And I'm going to tell you why. Second Corinthians four, seven through nine, In King James Version says, but we have this treasure in earthly vessels, in earthly vessels, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not us. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, cast down, but not destroyed. What does that mean? You may have trouble, but you're not distressed. Let me, let me give you some definitions. Distress means suffering from anxiety, sorrow, or pain. You may be perplexed about some things, but you're not in despair. Despair means the complete loss or absence of hope. You may be persecuted, but you are not forsaken. Forsaken means abandoned or deserted. You may be cast down, but you are not destroyed. Destroyed means to put an end to the existence of something by attacking it or destroying it. Ruined or defeated, So yes, you may have some troubles, but guess what? The word of God said you are not distressed. You may be even perplexed by your situation, but the word of God said you're not at a loss or absence of hope. You might be persecuted. Maybe people are attacking you and it seems like you are being surrounded, but God said you are not forsaken or abandoned because he's with you. Y'all, so you still have a reason to praise. And let me tell you something. If you are anxious, if you are in this. Spare, if you are forsaken then you are not of his because he said if you belong to me these are the things that you are not so if you are these things I would encourage you to run to the hills from where your hope lies run to the hills of where your provision run to the hills of where your strength is run to your protector and that's in Jesus Christ because if you are these things you are not of his because in him we have a promise and listen the scripture it starts out saying, but we have this treasure in earthly vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. Y'all, when you read it in the new living translation, it says, we now have this light shining in our hearts, but we ourselves are like fragile clay jars containing this great treasure and this makes it clear that our great power is from god not from ourselves we are pressed on every side by troubles but we are not crushed we are perplexed but not driven to despair we are hunted down but never abandoned by god we get knocked down but we are not destroyed through suffering, here's verse 10, through suffering, our bodies continue to share in the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be seen in our bodies. So here's the thing, y'all. We have to remember that our treasure is in Jesus and the word that is in us, y'all. The light that the gospel brings. We are just earthly vessels. Y'all, that means we are just a resource. We are a conduit for God to Use to get this gospel out, but y'all, we are fragile and humble. The power uh, is of God and not of us. That's what that scripture is saying. It is not in our strength, but it's in his strength that we can do anything. Remember your inferiority to his superiority. Remember God, y'all, we are fragile, but as we yield, as we look to him daily, y'all, Every minute and second of our life as our source as we're looking to him. Y'all, we are we have hope. We will not spare. Remember what it said? Yes, you might be pressed on every side, but you not crushed. You sent up here talking to me about it. So you ain't dead yet. You got a reason to praise him, y'all. And listen, we like to we always want to talk about the blessings of God and we want to joy in all oh, he he said that he would give us exceedingly abundantly abundance above all that we can ever ask or think, press down, shake. We want to talk about that. He said in verse 10, through suffering, our bodies continue to share in the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be seen in our bodies. So in other words, there's some suffering we got to go through so that even in those things, the world can see the glory of God in our body. So listen, you need to count it all joy and begin to give him praise, y'all. So I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you in John 20 and 29. um, No, I'm sorry. Luke and 11 and verse 28. It says, but he said, yea, rather blessed are they that hear the word of God and keep it. Y'all. Let me read it in the Amplify. It says, but he said, on the contrary, blessed, happy, favored by God are those who hear the word of God and continually observe it. So I want you to understand this word. Oh my God, we have to hide it in our heart, y'all. We can't let it go. It is our very light. It is a jewel. It is our, oh my God, it's precious. It will give you life and it is life unto us. It is life. It is sharp. It is effective when we use it, y'all. You, It said, blessed are those that hear the word and you keep it, not just hear it. We can't be forgetful hearers, y'all, but we got to allow this word to perfect us, to encourage us, to propel us, to live today like there's no tomorrow. So here's my prayer for you as I end it. My prayer for you, y'all, is uh, there's several. Ephesians one and nineteen, the New Living Translation says, "I also pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe Him. This is the same mighty power." that raised Christ from the dead and seated him in the place of honor at God's right hand in the heavenly realms. Y'all, I want you to understand the incredible greatness of your God in this day, because when you recognize the power that's in your God this day, you'll begin to lift your hands and give them a praise. You'll open your mouth this morning and tell them, thank you. You'll look at the day's problems in a whole nother light because you'll say, uh, -uh, I don't don't know about tomorrow it's just a vapor I could lose I could close my eyes and not wake them up so I'm shaking these things off and I'm pressing towards the mark I got to keep giving them some glory I got to find a reason to smile I got to smile at that person who just hurt me I got to pray for those who who hurt me and and use me you gonna go about it different y'all because you understand the incredible greatness of God's power in this day and then in John 11 and 40 Jesus responded didn't I tell you that you would see God's glory if you believe so what that's talking about he at this at this passage comes from he's talking to Martha because she's you know threatened because she believes Lazarus is dead and so he's saying to her did not tell you that you would see God's glory if you believe and so I want to tell you today like he was telling Martha, because if you know the story, Lazarus, he was, he got up. Y'all, you will see his glory today. If you believe it's seeing is you got to see this thing in the spirit. Don't worry about today. I mean, tomorrow, don't worry about yesterday, but what are you seeing today? I'm getting up saying that the word of God is true, that his word will not return. Boy, what am I seeing? I see my children saved and filled. With the Holy Ghost. I see my marriage vibrant, oh, for God. I see myself being used and walking in the boldness of God. I see myself praising Him. I see myself an asset to my job. I see myself as the solution to the problem, not because Latrice is great, because the great God that sent me. I see myself going in and knowing that I can be an asset to the job because of who is in me. I see, y'all, what do you see? In if you know him, he said, you will see some things if you believe, but do you believe this word? So I just wanted to encourage you today. Y'all, if today was your last day, this is not a joke. This is not a, what if? Oh, what in the messages? Okay. So let me give him a praise. Cause I might not wake up tomorrow. You might not you might want to think on that you really might not and I don't say that to scare you because the people of God shouldn't be scared because here's the thing some of us have gotten so attached to this world the very thought freaks us out but we are to be eagerly awaiting because this is not our kingdom we're not living for this world this asphalt. but we are supposed to be living in light of the kingdom in light of eternity that's what we're supposed to be living for so listen I'm I ain't trying to be scary, but what if you don't open your eyes tomorrow? You need to give him praise for today. You need to begin to serve him for real for today. And then if you get another day tomorrow, you better act like that's the last day. And then the next day. Because y'all, if we do that, we won't worry about what's oh my God. And I'm talking about where I'm living. Y'all, that thing did something to me this morning. If y'all can't tell, I'm trying to calm myself down, but Jesus is real to me. He is real. He changes our life. And there's not when we realize how much he loves us. There's nothing that we can do to earn this great salvation. There's nothing that we could do to earn the grace of God. It's unmerited favor. It's something that we didn't deserve. And when you recognize that, you'll just walk in it and begin to say, okay, God, here's my day. Here's my life. I don't take no worry for tomorrow. Role, but what can I do today we'll begin to recognize and look at even the people on our jobs the people that we're coming in contact with differently because we'll want to tell them God loves you we'll want to step out of our fear and begin to move into things that God has called us to do so I just want to encourage you today live today like it's, your yet, like it's your last y'all I pray something I said bless you Oh, my God. Live today like it's your last. Bye. Remember, this is Latrice Bartley with Beauty and Purpose, reminding you that you were created for such a time as this.